0: Shadows to Life, Chapter 11, Prodigal Son, October 26th. The next morning, Damien's shoes clacked on the marble floor as he strode into the bank with as much confidence as he could muster. It was no easy task for him to do, without limping anyway, and he did it despite his doctor's warning to keep weight off his injured leg. There just wasn't a whole lot to gain by advertising weakness, he thought especially given the location. A limping stride wouldn't exactly exude strength as he desired. Quite the opposite, really. Besides, the injury seemed to be healing nicely. Disturbingly fast, in fact. Troubling only because Damien knew of no powers that Siphons possessed for healing. Nothing like the abilities which Daniel had displayed during their fight certainly nothing that would virtually heal a shattered femur in three weeks. Upon questioning Leech, his shadow had informed him that indeed only vassals had powers of healing, and that whatever Daniel had done probably had a side effect of healing Damien's leg as well. Given the choice, however, Damien would have much rather kept the messed-up leg. As Damien crossed the foyer, he could see Frank, sitting at his desk as usual. He looked eager to talk. Perhaps he was happy to have an interruption in his otherwise boring day. That, or he'd finally had a chance to catch up on comics and wanted to chat about them. Frank seemed to shoot Damien a cocky grin, and Damien decided that was probably it. Frank had caught up and surpassed him after all the time he'd spent in the hospital. The jerk probably heard about his injury and now wanted to rub his face in spoilers after he'd blackmailed Frank to use the bathroom the last time he was here. Sorry, buddy. Not today. Damien gave Frank a friendly salute and then swept past the desk towards the elevator. Even if Damien didn't mind the spoilers, which of course he did, lingering to talk wasn't worth the extra strain on his leg. Even a quick conversation might make the difference between it holding out the entire time he was here and it failing him at the worst possible second. Nice suit, Frank called out from behind as Damien neared the private elevators. Damien glanced down at himself self-consciously. It was of a similar style to the one he normally wore, except much, much more expensive. Damien just hoped that Howard would notice as well. It had taken a great deal of trouble to find a place that would tailor for him in-store, not to mention the risk he had taken by using his lust powers on the sales clerk. Especially now that he was all messed up. Damien didn't even turn around. Thanks, man. Uh, which elevator do I take? Two. Damien could hear the disappointment in Frank's voice, but ignored it. He'd be crazy to put any more exertion on the leg than strictly necessary. Later, dude, Damien said with a wave, then pushed the button to Howard's floor. Number 63. He paused. That was weird. Weird. He'd never noticed that Howard lived on the 63rd floor before. How strange. Maybe there was a ward on the elevator as a defense. But, if so, why had it worn off? As soon as the doors closed, Damien pulled out a handkerchief from his breast pocket and began patting down his forehead. He did it despite knowing that Howard was, in all likelihood, watching. But he had to. He was minutes, maybe seconds, from finding out whether he was either the reaver of Spokane or a loose end that needed to be tied up. And Howard possessed more than enough power to get rid of him without leaving a trace. Of that, Damien held no doubt. There most likely wouldn't be any evidence that he'd ever even visited. Who could fault him a little? He patted his forehead again and stared at the damp cloth in his hands. Or even... A lot of sweat? Well, at least I'm not dropping by unannounced. It was a small comfort, but it was there. Because Damien couldn't phone Howard to make an appointment, he'd had to stop by the crisis center to see if he was allowed to go. Daze had communed with Howard's shadow and told Damien to go right over, but the bastard hadn't even hinted what awaited him upon his arrival. Not that Damien had expected anything less. Stepping off the elevator, he entered through a thick glass door to the reception area outside Howard's office. Yoko sat wearing her usual expression of blank enthrallment. But now that Damien thought about it, it was kind of strange that Howard had a receptionist at all. It wasn't like he needed one, and Yoko didn't seem to do, well, anything really. But again, Howard never did anything without a reason. Damien wondered at the purpose of a useless doll. She looked up as he approached. Hi, Damien. He's expecting you. Go right in. Same thing she always said. Damien nodded as he passed and walked into Mr. Chen's office. Luckily, it was the same as last time he'd visited, so he wasn't taken off guard. At least by the office. I see Leech was injured in your battle with Daniel, Howard said, without preamble. Damien stared. Howard had never mentioned that he could see other siphon shadows before. Howard seemed to notice Damien's shock and his glance up at his still semi translucent shadow. You didn't know that I could see shadows? Howard smiled, possibly the first genuine smile Damien had ever seen on the man. Who do you think Todd Day's? Damien nodded, trying to hide his surprise. It all made sense. But still. Uh, is there a requirement to being able to see them, sir? Yes, actually, Howard said, and walked over to his bar. Drink? Damien smiled. He'd never been offered a drink from Howard in his life, nor one from such an extravagant bar. It was part of the corner of the room, and shelved with various bottles of liquor, with a variety of foreign languages written on them. Not a single brand that Damien recognized. And here he'd thought himself an expert. Being offered a drink definitely seemed like a good sign. Unless, of course, it was poisoned. Damien hesitated only a moment before responding. I love one, sir. Walking over, he took the proffered drink from Howard's exquisitely manicured hands. The glass appeared to be crystal, with an interwoven cross-sectioned bottom, and Howard's personal symbol within the organization etched onto the side, a sort of upside-down triangle with a few lines that connected at the corners and little hook swirls on the end. Damien took a moment to smell it as much for poison as for distinguishing what kind of liquor it was. The bouquet was wholly unfamiliar to him. He took a sip. Have you ever had cognac before, Damien? Damien shook his head as they made their way back to Howard's desk to sit down. The dark, amber liquid burned his throat leaving an aftertaste of fruit, spices, and wood. Damien had no idea whether the especially strong drink was supposed to be good or not, but given Howard's taste, he thought he could at least guess at the price. No, sir, never, Damien chuckled. I had you pegged at a whiskey man, actually. Damien winced inwardly. Why had he said that? Something about Mr. Chin's manner had made him more comfortable than normal. Howard chuckled. As a matter of fact, I normally do drink whiskey, actually. Howard nodded approvingly. But this is cause for celebration. You've done the organization a very important service. Damien blushed. The praise was almost too much, not to mention rather unexpected, given their history. Thank you, sir. I've worked hard to come this far, Damien said earnestly. He stared down at his feet, not knowing what else to say. That you have. Damien looked up to find Howard regarding him with a puzzled expression. The only thing I don't understand is why you didn't use Scratch. Use her? For what, sir? As whatever. A human shield. Fodder. A sacrificial lamb. Again, Damien only hesitated a moment. I guess I didn't because she helped me. Damien's stomach dropped as soon as he spoke. Why had he said that? He hadn't even been thinking that to himself. There were rules, he should have said. Howard's own rules. Looks like Howard put something in your drink. Howard frowned. Because she helped you. Damien pulled out his handkerchief and wiped his forehead. The room suddenly felt smaller than when he'd first walked in. Well... And it's against the rules to kill a fellow siphon, right? It had taken every bit of will Damien could muster just to tell that lie. The expression on Howard's face changed from a frown to a more puzzled look, and he tilted his head to the side, as if examining a math puzzle on Damien's face. The seconds stretched interminably, almost a punishment on their own each moment worse than the time Damien stuck his hand into boiling water to prove his loyalty to the organization. But there was nothing he could do but wait and hope that the lie held. He knew the punishment for lying, because he'd been caught before, and paid for it. But this time he could sense that it was especially important that he was believed. Without warning, Howard seemed to jump through his desk, like some kind of jungle cat turned wraith. He pinned Damien to the ground with one forearm, pressing him hard against the granite floor. But Howard said nothing. He just stared into Damien's eyes with a look of furious concentration. Leach, on the other hand, was quite vocal. No! No. Stop him! Damien struggled, but he might as well have been an insect on a pinboard. He'll know! Do something! Do what? Damien thought. But aloud, he said nothing. A gasp escaped Damien's mouth, and his thoughts became consumed by the piercing coldness that began to penetrate different areas of his body. Howard's shadow was searching for something, dipping itself into various parts of Damien's torso. He felt it scrape at his liver, then kidneys. When it searched his lungs, they seemed to turn to ice, stopping his breath. Finally, Howard's shadow sunk into Damien's chest. And heart. Gah! If the nausea was bad before, it was nothing compared to when the energies of a shadow and whatever Daniel had left in his heart collided. Damien turned his head and vomited all over the floor next to them. I'm so sorry, Mr. Chen, Damien said, still pinned beneath his master. I'll clean it up right away. But Howard didn't answer. He just stood up and looked down at Damien with a cold, unreadable stare. You stupid boy. Damien didn't know what Howard was referring to specifically, but it sure didn't sound good. I'm so sorry, he said again. It's too late. I don't need an assassin with a conscience any more than I need a lawyer with one. You can forget about becoming Reaver. The organization would never allow a tainted one to receive such a title. Even if it wasn't their fault, he added. Out of nowhere, a small knife appeared in Howard's hand like a magician might produce a card. The blade was green like rusted brass, and the handle was a simple silver with ruins carved along the side in red. It looked beyond ancient. Damien felt powerful, scratchy waves of energy buffeting against him, emanating from the blade. That's Kaiser. Run while you still can. Damien shook his head at Leach. He'd never get away by running. Howard had full control of the elevators. There were only two choices fight or bargain. M-, m Mr Chen, if you must kill me, then you must, but Damien held his hands up like Howard held a gun on him. Is there no way to get rid of what Daniel did to me? Howard stared an entire lifetime at Damien taking away a year for every second as he debated Damien's existence, as he measured Damien's worth. Finally, Damien couldn't take it any longer. "'If there is a way of getting rid of whatever that asshole did to me, then I'll do it, or die trying,' he added, and got up to his knees, clasping his hands tightly together. "'Sir, you know I'm loyal to you. I'll do whatever it takes.' He lowered his hands and bared his throat in submission you stupid fool. But Howard didn't do anything. And though his hand didn't move either, Kaiser disappeared as quickly as it had come forth. Fine, but if you fail, you might as well come straight here or just kill yourself. There is nowhere on this planet that you can hide from me. Damien swallowed and licked his lips. What do I have to do? Howard walked over to his desk and began typing on his computer. Moments later, a single sheet of paper printed out and Howard handed it to Damien. It just had a single name and address printed on it. Jillian, 1065 Georgia Street, Vancouver. You'll kill this vassal and have Leech feed on her fear and essence. Should you succeed, the spirit of this particular vassal should give Leech what he needs to banish Daniel's curse from your heart. Damien folded the paper and put it into his breast pocket. Sir, I'll do this. I promise. Howard's smile didn't reach his eyes. You have thirteen days. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Shadows to Life. Follow me on Twitter at Rob V. Johnson to find out when the latest episodes go live, interact with me, and hear about any contests we might be doing. See you next time.